Hey, it's Chris. And Kylie. We're just a couple of jerks who need help following Jesus. Our podcast is all about humility. And finding direction and purpose. Especially when life gets hard or things don't turn out like we thought they would. Welcome to Following Jesus for Jerks. Well, hello, everybody. What is up? Welcome back to Following Jesus for Jerks. Thank you for tuning in again. Do you think that, that our title has has landed effectively? Whatever we're in, 20 episodes in? Yeah, I I think so. I mean, this is... This they is, recognize that we're jerks. Yeah, this is who we are. Okay. Well, yeah. it, it's, it is true. <laughs> Sorry, this is who we are. <laughs> yeah. There's no... There's no show or presentation or performance here. Do you think one day we won't be following Jesus for jerks? Maybe we'll be. One day we'll be following Jesus for jerk. Following Jesus for guys who are halfway okay. No, we're not. no, <laughs> no. I long for that day until glory, where we won't need a podcast. Anymore. Following Jesus for guys who've made it. <laughs> <laughs> we made it. No, we, we have arrived. No, there is no arrival. That's what we just. That's what yeah. we were just talking about before we got started. Yeah, there, there's there's not arrival. Yep, there yep. is there is progress. There is maturity. There is growth. Mm-hmm. But there's no arrival until we meet the yeah. Lord face to face. Do you know? I oh man, I used to have this this thought or this theology, and and there there's a bit of this around in the 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 charismania that's around but this idea that if we just played our cards right and believed and trusted the holy spirit enough you'll get there no that we can go back to the way things were in the garden mm. walking and talking with jesus fellowshipping in the cool of the day Right, just this, this openness, this transparent, like this, uh, not transparent. That's the wrong word. This, you know, I look. Adam and Eve had no shame, right? It wasn't until sin was introduced that they, 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 they had the shame of being naked, right? That we can go back to the way it was, and forgetting, right, that we were cast out, yeah. and God sent what, what two two angels with fiery swords cherubim or angels or whatever, I forget, to guard it so that we cannot go back to that while we are in flesh. Like, we're we're always going to have flesh until we die. And there's no going back to the garden until we're in his presence. And I don't mean that in a, in a condemning, in a, in a, in a, in a way that, that, you know, leaves out hope in a way that's like, Oh my God, we're, we're, we're finished, right? We're never going to, you know, not, I don't mean it like that, but I mean, we've, we've talked about it before that like, that's the point of this journey is going through this with Jesus. But I, I did, I used to think like that. Oh, we'll, we'll just go. It'll be like the garden. We'll be fine. It'll be okay. No sin. Devil might try and tempt us, but we're not. We don't have to say yes. Mm. No shame. We're all okay. The way God intended. Forget like David, in sin, I was born. 
And thank God we're free from it. Like, or thank God we're rescued from it. But we still were born into flesh. Uh, I think about that when you said shame. That shame came from a fracture of identity. Yeah. There's there's no longer yeah. this this perfect union. Yeah. Um, and only through Jesus yeah. and his sacrifice are we experiencing his presence in part or in part, but not it's that well, we were just talking about it. Let's yeah. let's just talk about it. Let's enter in. Let's yeah. find out like the difference between the definitions between grace and shame. Yeah. You know, or guilt. I'm sorry, yeah. guilt and shame. You know, guilt being behavior. Uh, based on behavior, like I lied, I cheated, I stole, I lusted versus shame, which is that identity piece of I am a liar, I am a thief. Like that's, like you said, that's what we've been rescued from. My identity is no longer that. My identity is not a sinner. My identity is Jesus. My identity is is through the blood um, and body of Jesus. But we still, like you said, in our flesh, yeah. have this residual sin. We still live here on a on a cursed world. Like until, like we have Christ in us, yeah. we have the Spirit of God within us. But, um, it, but there's there's still there's always going to be this this wrestle between our flesh and the yes. Spirit. Yes, there, yeah, we live. Yes, we, we live, live in, in tension. In, yeah, yeah, and you know, and both of those, we. Right before we should have, we should have hit record like twenty minutes. Ago. We had a we great twenty minute conversation. Oh my god, you guys should have heard it. It was it great. was great. We're trying to replay <laughs> it here for you. But but we we talk about like how there's like there's two gutters of of walking that out. Right there's the gutter of oh I'm I'm just a lowly sinner. This is who I am. I'm never gonna be okay. Sin sin sin. That's all I'm good for. Right, like that that part of it, and then the other gutter of well, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm the head, not the tail. No, 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 no one can touch me. I'm great. I'm, I'm wonderful, right? Because Jesus died for me. Like, like you need to have a foot firmly planted in each of those, <laughs> right? And and they have to they have to work together. Otherwise, like you said, it's all shame, or it's all pride, and neither are. What Christ has yeah. told us that we are. One without the other, doesn't matter. One without the other is 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 a is a is a cheap, shallow, incomplete version of the gospel. Yeah. There the sim the the gospel is simple, but yes, the the can the continual recognition of I am a beggar at the foot of the cross. Continually. No. Like my I am wholly dependent on him for my salvation, for my life, new yeah. life, yeah. my spiritual life. And, and so, but also not becoming prideful in that I don't, you know, I, all I, like you said, a foot in both gutters. Like, I, no, but I am going to live my life free, as Paul told it. You know, I've been set free yeah. to, to live a life of freedom and to invite others into this this kingdom way, but not to become prideful where I don't rec- I don't. Th- recognize sin any longer that I still have this brokenness that needs continual healing. And you know, it's fine. One of those gutters is the doorway into the cross, right? Of, okay, let me admit who I am. 
Humility. Let me admit who I am without Jesus. That I am a thief, a liar, a luster, a fill in those. I am yes dead and an enemy of God. And the it's funny. One of those is the doorway into the cross, and one of them is the doorway out of the cross into a Christian life. Of he who knew no sin became sin, so that I could be called yeah righteousness of God. Like you have to have both, and I, you know, talking before, I think it's John fifteen, where Jesus says to his disciples, "No longer do I call you servants, but I call you friend." And it's like, wow! At at some point, he called them servants. They had an understanding that they that he was master; they were slave, and then. And then he said, "Okay, not not anymore. Now you're now you're now you're friends, right? And we share things. And it's like, yeah, coming in from that, I my identity is this. Into oh, now, my identity is something new, but you got to have both. Yeah, it's such such a beautiful picture. Yeah, and somewhere where as we continue to talk about journey, where we or we continue having a foot in both. How do we mature in yeah. that? How do we grow? Which I think is where we're probably headed today. And in this season of Lent, you know, beginning Ash Wednesday, leading up to Easter, this time of of uh, a somber time, and it's a it's a Christ, it's a it's a church, a historical church season. Um, and so like, what is, did you, let me ask you this. Did you have, um, in your upbringing, did you, what was Lent like, or did you guys observe Lent or? No, uh, this is the part of the podcast where I have to admit to you that I don't observe Lent. I, I have, I have in certain seasons, no, certain years I have. I've also observed a Lenten kind of season in other areas, of, like maybe not the 40 days leading up to Easter, but one of uh, denial of, you know, uh, really fostering humility as much as I can and letting the Lord do it as, as much as, as much as I'm able. Um, but no, I've, I've never been one to, all right, mark my calendar. It's four days before Easter. All right, I'm gonna give up. I'm gonna give up chocolate. Sure. Or you know, only eat fish on Fridays. Yeah, just not the Christian yeah. circles. You were, I, you know, growing up in the Lutheran faith, that was very. Um, we observed Lent and Advent and the, um, the Christian calendar, and uh, yeah, we would we would starting Ash Wednesday, we would have a Wednesday night service each week. Um, we would have dinner before. Uh, as a church and a very, you know, you didn't, you, there, there weren't any praise and worship songs, you know, it was very somber, mm-hmm. very, um, as a kid, it wasn't like, woo, we're going to, going to church. Cause yeah, it was yeah. kind of like you're at a funeral service. Yeah, yeah. Um, and because that's the, that's the intent of this, of this season yeah. is preparation, you know, of what Christ remembering what Jesus went through. Um, during these days that led to our salvation, yeah, you know, led to his death, and, and um, obviously Easter being the, his resurrection. But 
a time of self-reflection, a time of um, fasting and prayer. And um, so I was just kind of curious. I thought that was something we could kind of discuss. Like, what are the things that most people listening probably recognize what Lent is and that is, you know, some people give things up for Lent, self-sacrificing to to be mindful of the sacrifice that Jesus um, went through for for each of us. Yeah. The Son of Man, you know, the, the, the Son of God, the... God in the flesh. Um, and so I was just kind of curious, like if do you, it, like you said, you've had seasons of that, but yeah. um, what's that looked like when you've entered into a season of humility and really taking the low road to, did you fast? Were there yeah. things that you gave up? Or how did you, and again, this is all being, leading us to a deeper intimacy and more mature faith of, you know, this isn't about us. This is about, you know, what, Jesus has done well and uh, I mean we just discovered a moment ago right that this Lent is tied to like Jesus being in the wilderness for 40 days Mm. Uh, according to Google at least (laughs) but 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 but, no no, I'm sure I mean I'm sure there's truth to that you know uh, we don't I don't I don't know that we see many I'm sure there were, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure there were, maybe there were, but we don't see many other seasons of Jesus living that lifestyle or not, or, or having, having purposeful denial periods, mm. other, you know, other, other than sure. other than that time. Right. I can't, I don't know. I can't think of any others where the Bible's like, Hey, he, he didn't need for this period of time or he, I, I, right. am, I, am I wrong? I don't, I don't no, think I there think are any others. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, Lent being, Lent being tied to that makes sense. And the, the the you know the first thing that I I, I take away is I, I, <laughs> there are many oh boy how many times have you heard Christians talk about oh I'm just in a wilderness season right now I'm just in a wilderness season and I think back on I've said that too and I think back on many of those times and I'm like wow when we, when we read the beginning of that and you know, I think what two or three of the gospels have that, that account. They all start with the same thing. It's the Holy spirit led Jesus into the wilderness to be, to be tempted. And it's like, man, I wonder how many of those times I just fill in the blank. I felt, I, I didn't feel as connected to the Holy spirit. Maybe I was maybe I was in sin or denial or something, and 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 choking something off in my life, and would call that the wilderness. Or maybe 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 I was just learning a new way to hear the whole to hear God, right? And so it didn't sound like it was the week before, right? Maybe 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 God was teaching me a new way to to dial into Him and listen to Him and obey Him, and I would call that the wilderness season. Oh, God just has me in a wilderness season right now. Not fair to say that. Not fair to put that on the Lord when it wasn't. <laughs> Do we often not know until after? I don't know the answer to that. Like, obviously, Jesus having probably a different relationship with the Holy Spirit than we do um, in some ways. But I think so many times we recognize that what God was doing after like in the moment, we don't necessarily, and I, and I'm not discounting what you're yeah, saying that yeah, we yeah. don't. 
this just hit me actually as you were talking. Like, I feel like God has been doing something in me uh, from a leadership perspective over the last month or so, um, especially the messages that I'm sharing. And I, it's I would agree. And it's very interesting to me that I had some people affirm that last weekend. And this week, I felt like I have no idea where the Lord wants to lead us mm-hmm. tonight. This is Saturday morning. We meet Saturday nights. <clears throat> and in, and when you said that, I felt like I didn't know. But I wonder if he's leading me. Because I had this exact thought this morning on the way here of, I'm not quite sure where we're supposed to head. But it goes back to that, hey, Kylie, don't be prideful. Don't start thinking that, hey, I'm doing something to you and, and you're pretty cool. You just need to rely on me. Yeah. And... So how many times, like you said, do you maybe not know until after where it's like, oh, he, he's keeping me from being prideful or I am becoming a little bit prideful and thinking a little bit much of myself. And it's like, okay, I'm going to give you nothing until Saturday mm. morning. Mm. And you're just going to have to rely on what I've, what I'm telling you now. And if, and I could have yeah. gone through all day today and been sure. like, <laughs> I'm going to fight to figure out what yeah. we're supposed to do. Yeah. And it's like, ah, why don't you just shut up and pray and let me lead you. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's truth to that. And I, but I would almost propose that the truth to that is not the truth to that is in our limitation, not in God's. And I know this isn't what you mean, but like, I think if we were tuned in all the time, the way we're supposed to, Mm Mm-hmm. I think we would know when we were heading those seasons. I've had, I've had oh, I've had yeah. times of that, right? Sure. You know, and and because those seasons aren't absent God. Right? Those seasons aren't God is not there. The wilderness doesn't doesn't mean right. God's not there. Look at look at the original look at the original being driven into the wilderness. Tons of God showing up for the Israelites after they fled Egypt tons their clothes didn't wear right like they were they were healed they had provision like there is this and still whined about it. yeah right <laughs> right <laughs> like i said the limitation is us <laughs> right <laughs> but but really think about yeah. it like lent lent this lenten season is not this god is silent <laughs> right like uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm lacking. This Lenten season is about denying flesh to raise awareness of God here in my life. I, I remember, and I, I think I'm not trying to repeat myself, but I believe I've shared the story on this podcast of when God called me into a Nazarite vow. And that was, yeah, I did. I have shared it. Please tune back to episode about that one. I don't remember what episode it was. It was early on. But there was nine months of deliberate, drastic denial in my life of being social. I mean, really, that's that's what it was like. For, that was the big thing. I, I don't. I, I mean, I don't want to make it sound like I didn't eat meat for nine months or I, you know, only drank water. You know, no, no, it wasn't that. I, the thing I fasted was 
was interaction with people. And man, that was such a good season. I don't look back and like, oh, so hard. Oh my God, I denied so much. No, I I look back and God met with me. God, in my in my brokenness and in my not that it was not that it was me, right? But there is this principle. We read about it in Isaiah. Jesus talks about it. There is this principle of when you when you position yourself to be humble and broken, God meets you. And he did during those nine months. And those, like I said, I don't look back and say, oh, those were such tough. Uh, but one of, man, that was an incredible time of in my denying self, I met with the Lord. Well, I think you said it earlier that being empty so that we can be filled. I think that mm. Mark 9 you know, when the disciples asked, why, why couldn't we cast yeah. out this, this demon? And Jesus said, this is, this, this kind can only be, can only be, um, cast out through prayer, prayer and fasting. fasting. And man, I know that that's something that I need more and more of in my life is yeah. just this withdraw of denial of yeah. whatever, you know, uh, <laughs> the list could probably go on and on and on. But you know, I've I've had times um I've had times early on. It's been it's been a number of years since I've consistently or in an extended way uh fasted, but it was the same thing. Like such a there was such a connection because that's all you're relying on. Like <clears throat> he is the bread of bread of life. And I'm talking about fasting from food. Yeah. Of, you know, I've gone 5 days before and 3 days and and through that, like you said, the Lord meets you. Like yeah. there's something that's unique because you're empty and you you are physically allowing yourself to be completely dependent on yes. Him for all of your nourishment. Yeah. yeah, like we can. I mean, spiritual, physical, whatever, <laughs> but it opens up our hearts and our minds to to connecting with Him in a unique way. Can I tell a funny story? Do you tell any others than funny? Actually, you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, fun, funny story. So, brand new Christian, and I felt like the Lord called me to a fast, and I've and I've done like you know I've done I've done I've done some fasting, sure. and, but this was the first time, and uh, I felt like the Lord called me to do forty days, and I was like, okay. So I, I went to a Christian bookstore, and I bought a book that someone had suggested, but they didn't have it, so I special ordered it about fasting, about doing an extended fast like that. Cause I didn't know anything. Sure. And then I was like, all right, God called me to it. Right. And so for, I, I, I didn't know that like I was supposed to rest more and like, I just, <laughs> I didn't. So actually like God's grace was totally there. I continued to work. I was working a part-time job. This is when I first started in ministry, but I was working a part-time job. I can, and it was a physical job. I continued to work. Um, I absolutely like devoted more, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't like, I was just like, okay, I just won't eat for 40 days, but water only water only for 40 days. And God sustained me. Mm. And that book that I ordered took 40 days to come in. <laughs> so day 41, I, I, I 
I didn't know. I didn't know physically what would happen. Uh oh. Yeah. You didn't oh, yeah. break the fast well. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, not well at all. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of people learning things right right now. Oh yeah, listening. I'm sure. So I didn't know how much the stomach would just like diminish. Right. Did you go to Denny's or get some pizza or pizza. I got. Pizza? I got pizza. Really? I got two oh, no. giant slices of pizza. And four garlic knots. Ooh. And I stuffed myself. And not, you know, not not 30 minutes later, I'm, I'm in the fetal position mm. in the bathroom. <laughs> like, just praying that it would end. Get it out of me. <laughs> right? Uh. I just didn't know, and then and then sure enough, you know, I you know get get through it, right? And sure, and sure enough, I I read the book, and like chapter one is about, hey, let's talk about how you end the fast well, <laughs> right? <laughs> like some broth, some this, some that. I was like, <laughs> wow, yeah. But how, how did uh, through that forty days, how how did the Lord meet you? What did you like describe your experience through yeah. that spiritually? Mo- so most. Just personally, most of the time that God has called me to that, to a fast like that. So whether nine months of social denial, you know, forty. I've I've I've, I've done a couple forty day, but and 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 several smaller ones, right? Sure. Most of the time, it has been the same theme. It has been this. I'm just going to be be honest and vulnerable. It's been within me this longing for a partner a spouse, well, you know, a wife, something like that, right? Well, well, not something like that, like that, all right? A longing for a spouse. <laughs> Most of the time, it's been this longing for a spouse at the expense of longing for Jesus. Mm. So, what, so thinking that that's what I need to complete me. That's what I need to fulfill my life mm. is to have a, 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 a partner. Most of the time that I've ever been called to a fast has been to quiet that longing and to be met by the Lord in in that in a way that helps me see he's the one who fills me. He's the one who, he's my, like, he's my spouse, right? I'm his bride and I don't need anything else and it's not that i'm not called to have anything else right it's not you know not that i'm not I'm, I'm called to celibacy and singlehood for the rest of my life not at all i don't believe that um but looking to that looking for that to be fulfilled is is wrong right like look like saying i need that to be complete so most of the time there have been some other times as well but most of the time that's that's what the purpose has been to quiet that that loneliness if you will well, let's be honest. Sense. There's so many things in our lives, in our culture that are, like you said, to quiet. Like yeah. so many things that are noise, yeah. so many things that are busy, so many things that are taking up space in our hearts and our minds that are are not of the Lord. Yeah. Not, and I'm not saying bad right. in and of themselves. And so I do think that there is definitely a call to and a difference when it comes to fasting uh, from food. You know, there's a a, a physical, uh, there's a connection with our, the wholeness of our body, the reliance on our nutrition, on our uh, 
you know, being limited to be, to be filled by God. But I, I also, you know, we're, as, as we're talking about, we're in the season of Lent of a lot of people fast from something, sacrifice something, deny in a particular way, whether it be social media. Again, there, there's a, there's a huge one, yeah. right? Like, Hey, turn off Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever. But please, but please follow us. But please follow us on Instagram, <laughs> um, on all the. But but to to turn those off, I mean, how much more time could you spend? Let me let me make this person. <laughs> how much more Thank time <laughs> would I spend engaging with, communicating with? Uh, hearing from the Lord if I wasn't spending that time on social media. Yeah, yeah. You know, w- television, you know, some people, uh, whatever. But I, I I think that's a huge one in our our society right now that, that we would benefit from if we stilled and quieted our hearts, our minds, our souls to hear from the Lord. And so in this season, which, again, is just a... It's just a church calendar season, but it puts our focus on the Lord. It puts our focus on Jesus' sacrifice for our salvation. It puts, it allows us to hear from the Spirit, and I know I need more of that. I'm guessing a lot of people listening are. So here's what we're doing. We're calling you to a year-long fast <laughs> from food now, but it is something I think we all, yeah, not just during this season, you know, fasting really should be a a regular thing in our lives, mm. you know? Yeah, I suppose. To reset. I mean, you, we talked, we joked about it before, like our Airbnb weekend. Yeah. <laughs> like, but you, honestly, yeah. we've yeah. talked about like, hey, it would be good for either, you know, individually by ourselves or with a group of of people to just disconnect. It's for biblical. A couple days. It's biblical. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. Hey, come. Let us. Let us go pray. Like, let's go. Uh, I, I think it's in Mark, right, where he calls his disciples away. He's like, let's get away for a little bit. Let's get an Airbnb. And let's. <laughs> you know, man. And I, I, you know, you said something important. You know, to to live a a life. Christians didn't invent or or have a monopoly on living a life of denial, right? I mean, if anything, I would say there's a couple, there's there's a few other major religions that probably do it better than we do, sure, <laughs> right? Psalm forty six, be still, and know that I'm God. Is only true when we be still, and know that He's God. Right. If we're just still, go. I mean. Buddhists do that better than we do. Go, go, go do that. Go practice some transcendental meditation. <laughs> like, go do that if the if it's just, I'm just gonna live denial. So I can center myself. <laughs> right? Or whatever. It's it's in the be still and know he is God. It's in the trading off, like like you were saying, right? Take the time of social yes. media and and all right, hey, you know what? I'm gonna if you need a place to start, right? Hey, I'm going to dive into a devotional that I wouldn't, or I'm going to journal, right? Yeah. Uh, but it's important. It's because I've been guilty of it. I've, I, I'll admit, I've been oh, guilty of. Have. Sure. All right, I'm going to deny, but then fill it with what? Something else. <laughs> sure. Right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna deny me. 
or I'm going to deny ice uh, dessert, right? So, all right, well, I'll just have a second helping of of dinner. Like, the, well, what the what the heck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Or I'm going to deny fast food, and so you go home and you just you know yeah make up make a bigger dinner, right? Like, be still. But you have to. It has to end with knowing that He's God. Otherwise, following Buddha for jerks, right? <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, we've got to, there, there's no purpose in it at that yeah. point. It's So, let me, and I know we're, we're wrapping up soon, but, I, but as someone who has observed the calendar of it, right, talking about growing, you know, growing sure. up and, and having those different seasons, the, what would you say? So, part of me, I, I don't know, part, part of my never observing it is, uh, and as far as a calendar of it is there i always i always felt like there is this oh it's tradition i i my my relationship with god is so real i don't need tradition <laughs> <laughs> if if you didn't hear the sarcasm in my voice you, <laughs> you <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> yeah but 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 because the, the, there are many there are yeah. many Christians yeah. who are like that, and, and maybe it's not as maybe it's way more authentic than 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 I was you know being a little tongue in cheek about. But this this repelling of oh I don't I don't want tradition to dictate what I what I do in my relationship with the Lord. So the, how, how do you address that? This may lead into a, <laughs> another episode because it, 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 it to me it goes back being on both sides of the equation. Um, or, or like we said earlier, a foot in both gutters, Yeah, mm. which maybe gutter isn't the right term yeah, that we're yeah, talking yeah, about here, enough. <laughs> but, but <laughs> tradition, not in and of itself being bad, but also if there's not a heart attachment to it, like, and again, this isn't, this isn't negative towards any particular anything. If you're eating fish, if you're, you're denying yourself meat on Fridays and you're just doing it cause spring is the time that you're supposed to eat fish on Fridays yeah. like that or, there's or every restaurant has some kind of fish offering you know whatever yeah 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 I love fish I like, grew I'd... up let's I grew up we read the Apostles Creed every week we said the Lord's Prayer every week like there were things that were very traditional in in our service it was a very liturgical service that's not I've actually been drawn back to that um, in the last year or so where it's like, oh, I see now I see the richness of it. Not mm-hmm. that I didn't in moments in my upbringing in my young adulthood, but I also know that I could sit here and probably recite both of those right now because there were times when it just became rote memory. Yeah. We're saying words, things that I believe in my heart, but like, there's not a intentional in the moment my heart is in this so let's even just talk about prayer okay okay so should we say the lord's prayer at every Mm -hmm. church gathering and we can look at it just like you said there's no there's no heart in that there's no there's no meaning in that if i'm not just speaking you know spontaneously out of out of you know my heart yeah. in the moment. Yeah. And it's like, well, neither one of those is right or wrong. Mm. It's all the posture of our heart. Like one can be very prideful. One can be. And so when it comes to, to tradition, 
and tradition is dumb or tradition is the way that it should be or I, we can get so hung up on that stuff. And I know I have. I'm, yeah. I, I very honestly repent of I've been bitter towards things of tradition for periods of time. And then I've been like, no, that's that's not – it's all about the heart of mm. – is my heart connected as I'm mm. saying these words of the Lord's Prayer or – whether it be every week, whether it be once a month, whether it be, and and really we can say the same thing about communion. Yeah, right. Like some right. place, some places we come to receive from the table each and every week. Others, it's like once a quarter, and it's like it, okay, whatever we can we can debate all that stuff. But is my heart yeah. connected uh, as I come? Point. And yeah. so so Lent, Ad, Advent, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it can become just something that we do. Two weeks ago on a Saturday night, you know, I'm in the back and I came to the front to close and give a blessing. And I'm like, I, f- I, the worship was, the worship was powerful. People were so engaged. And I had this moment where I'm like, this feels like an Easter morning service. And it's like, you know what? Easter is a Sunday on the calendar. Mm. The resurrection is true yeah. every single day of our lives. And and I want to go less huh. less from this is a particular day on a calendar to this is the identity that God has has opened up for us wow. that I want to live twenty four seven every day of my life. That's good. And, and so, if that and if that's the case, yeah, if it comes up on a calendar, great. We embrace it. And if it doesn't, it's still it's still the way we live. So if God calls you to fast yeah. Monday through Friday, cool. If God calls you, if the Spirit speaks to you on a Thursday at 10.38 in the morning to fast for five days, then that's going to go through. the Like those those dates, those seasons, like that becomes less important to me than, you know what, I'm going to celebrate the resurrection every day of my life. Yeah. You know, and so, and I want to be respectful of tradition yeah. and and. and we celebrate Christmas and we celebrate Easter and yeah. all, and celebrate Lent. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, just being in tune and that's good and living. That's good for him. And 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 yeah, it doesn't it doesn't discount. I mean, yeah, there's 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 plenty of that, right? We we whether you take communion every week or we take communion every quarter, you still take it, <laughs> yeah. right? It's still tradition, and we sure. still do it as a body. And there, you know, because God, because Jesus told us to. Jesus did mention that. Yes. Yeah. And he also invited us into suffering, into denial, sure. <laughs> into taking up our cross. Daily. So, we're going to go have fish after this? Fish. <laughs> I like fish. Again, we're talking about food. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> well, this, we're talking about fasting. All denying right. yeah, denying yeah, yeah. ourselves. So Let's, for the rest of Lent, let's not talk about food on this podcast. <laughs> That's I've done my I've done my duty. <laughs> There's our promise to you, the listener. We love you guys so much. Yes, we do. We can't wait to hear from you. We want we to hear from you. We would love to hear from you. I would I, love to. Yeah, we don't hear from you enough. So please. Yes. There speak to us. Yes. In the forms that are available. Yes. We love you guys so much. We will talk to you again soon. Yep. Bye. Bye. Peace. Bye.